Hi, this is Brian Krylowitz. I am the Director of University Counseling Services, and this is the first of our podcast series for the summer. The summer ones are going to be geared a little bit more towards first-year students, and so if you're listening in as a senior, you might have some memory remembrance of these issues, but uh, hopefully a lot of these won't be directly confronted with you in terms of this point in time. Um, I am joined here today by Christian Johns. He is a sophomore, a political science philosophy uh, major, and he was also an orientation leader this summer, and so that's why I kind of invited Christian to come on and talk a little bit about his experiences and things that he saw during the summer. So I'm going to turn this on over to Christian, and we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah, I think one of one of the most important things for, you know, just talking to my friends, and especially for me, was um, leaving your family behind when, when you come to school. Um, you know, it's, it's maybe something people don't prepare for. They're, you know, out buying things for their room. They're worrying about what classes they want to take, but didn't really realize, and, and you know, maybe you're even eager to leave their family, to, to leave their parents behind and get that element exactly. of freedom. And they're so, they're in such a hurry to leave, um, you know, they don't really think about, I'm actually going to miss these people. Yeah, a lot of times I think parents are sometimes oh, like almost like kind of that element of, you know, they're so worried about everything, everybody wants to get away from them, but when they do get here, do you remember when you were, when you transitioned or your friends or people you were around, when you had that moment of like, man, I'm really not near my family anymore? Yeah, and, it, you know, maybe for me it was those moments of big decisions, you know, who, okay. who are going to be my friends, what classes am, am I going to take, because I was so used to their input, Yeah. you know. Uh, Christian, I don't think that person's, you know, the best friend in the world for you right now. Or, you know, maybe you don't need to be taking, you know, underwater basket weaving or something as gotcha. a class. Um, so for me, it was like, wow, you know, no one's there to, to keep me in line, I guess, and make sure I'm... Did you notice it, like, in terms of, I know students talk to me in my office a great deal. Parents oftentimes are most that stability where I know what time to go to bed. I know what time to get up. I know I should be eating right now. Did you have any transition or do you have any friends that, that struggle with that whole... I, there's no one. There's no oversight. There's you know. There's no right. management there. I guess. Yeah, I know, I know. For me, it was it was very little things. It was um, buying things for the room. It was getting up on time. But I know. I know for other people, it was that sense of uh, I don't have someone to encourage me anymore. Gotcha. Um, Good point. Students don't really feel most of the time. I guess maybe incoming students are like, oh, my parents aren't going to be here to nag right. um, me anymore. But I know for so many people, they would they would find themselves calling their parents for that bit of encouragement you know you're bringing home test grades now that no one is there to see and, right there's and no you, fridge to put them on exactly so um you know that sort of encouragement is is completely gone for students unless you talk to your unless you oh, talk yeah. to your parents and your family how much I mean, I, i've just out of you know the element i know one thing that i think people always struggle with especially when they first come into truman i think even after i've been here for a while how much to use the cell phone or how much to use technology of emails and like you said for the encouragement People aren't, you know, because parents, you know, everybody has a very short leash now. You can just call, you can pick up a phone and you yeah, can call. And you absolutely. know your parents have their cell phone. You know where to reach them at all times. How do you transition to, you, obviously you like that encouragement, and encouragement's a wonderful thing, but where's the point where you don't want to go where you're talking to your parents 15 times right. a day type of thing? Um, I don't know. For me, my... My family, I guess, was up to date on technology. I, I was sending yeah. emails home, you know, every couple of days or so, and and um, you know, sending text messages, which are a lot easier than I guess talking on the phone for twenty minutes. So, <laughs> you know, I would, um, you know, send a text message, wish me luck in my, you know, stat test or something, and then email or send them a text message whenever I knew what grade I got. So it was sort of it was sort of that thing that um, 
you know, allowed me to avoid that really long discussion with my parents, maybe keep it periodic, and I don't have to worry about talking to them for that long, although that doesn't sound too good. No, no, but that's, it, it, it is a really weird thing, because when, when you're around your parents and you're at home for the most part, and, and, the, and we're talking, uh, there's obviously some people that have families that are very different, but I think most people have a point where you're around them, and so I always refer to the idea of there's quality time, but really, what really growing up is like with most times families, is qu- it's quantity time. You just yeah. have a lot of time, so you end up having these long conversations. Oh, yeah. But now you get up here, and you suddenly, your parents' lives didn't change that much when you left. I mean, your your presence obviously impacts that. But then you get up here, and suddenly you have a second life. Yeah. You're engaged in everything else. So these long conversations with your parents, want, we haven't talked in a while, and, you're, and, and most students have this reaction of, like, I've got stuff to do. You're in a whole different world up here. Yeah. So that's a really great point of how... How do you maintain your parents still loving you and feeling like you care and you you know you talk to them on a fairly regular basis, but not turning into where it's the amount of time that maybe your mom or your dad or your aunt or uncle or grandma or whoever it is in your family, your sibling, you know your brother, your sister, how do you make it where it is it allows you to have your life here but not overwhelm yourself? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's and that's a balance, I guess you have to find depending, you know, yeah. person to person. Um, I guess the balance is is where do you feel comfortable? What, what do you need? You oh. know, it's not there isn't a benchmark no, um, exactly. for people to meet. If you're comfortable with your relationship with your with your parents and and they're comfortable, then I'd say that's a really good balance. But exactly. I think what where students find themselves is, um, you know, I'm talking to my parents enough, or I'm trying to branch out, and and my family, uh, you know, my little brothers and sisters yeah. aren't ready for that kind of distance yet. Yep. Um, and so if you can do anything to facilitate that transition, you know. Exactly. Maybe plan for for your family to come up and, and see you on campus, or yeah. uh, you know, go back home to do some laundry or pick up some food. You know, do something. little things exactly. And so, once you sort of ease yourself through the transition, I think maybe it's scary for incoming freshmen to think, "Oh, I don't know how I'm going to deal with you know that transition." But um, you know in relation to all the time you're going to be spending at yeah. college and away from your family for the rest of your life, this is yeah. a very small portion of period of time for them. You're so. right. And I, and I think what, I, what I've, people have told me over the years, is, I think has been helpful, is a lot of times, especially a lot of times I hear from the students that their parents want to talk to them. And I, I always, it's always interesting with call waiting. When I see someone get a call and they always go, oh, it's my mom. And they'll, they'll, <laughs> they'll, they'll send it the voicemail. Right. Believe it or not, your parents aren't that dumb. They know you sent yeah. the call the voicemail. And so... The, the key part I always tell people is be is to find enough. There's no true benchmark, like you said, perfect word for it. But how do you stay? If your parents, if you feel, if you realize if you talk to your parents every other day, and that makes it where they don't call you all the time, then then take that five ten minutes to call them every other day versus pushing off, pushing off, which right. creates this tension. And that you have to have your own life. Right. But I really encourage people to have enough the sensibility of how is it for your parents. And most people don't think about, you know, oh, my mom and dad, they're fine. Right. They're probably just as worried or devastated or, you know, they want to do the encouragements and all the things that they've been doing. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's a distance that you have from your parents that maybe you're missing. But, you know, for some reason, and I'm not a parent, they really enjoy giving you that <laughs> encouragement um, and, and talking to you about those things. And so um, it's almost like you're not there. And I know yeah. for, for parents or, or for students, 
parents that have younger or older brothers maybe yeah. that um, you know parents can interact with them maybe uh, a little bit closer but especially if you're an only child and I was an only child yeah. you know there's that sense that you want to talk to your parents because you don't want them to be lonely you don't want them to be all alone <laughs> without you um, and you definitely absolutely want want to keep that periodic conversation yeah. because you know otherwise um, and you know I've played it both ways sending the call to voicemail you don't want every conversation sure. you have with your parents to be about why aren't you calling me exactly why, it, why it, it makes the topic that. yeah exactly so if you can keep the topic on on positive things or things that you want to talk yes. about you're going to enjoy talking to your parents more exactly if, if you keep it periodic because i think what parents are looking for when i've talked to parents what they're looking for they realize that that when you're coming to college they may not have realized it up until this point, but they realize that you're on the verge of adulthood and they want to give you that leeway. Yeah. And what they're looking for is benchmarks that you can do this type of thing. And I, I always kind of joke with people about this. When I was going to school, and a lot of people who are professors here at the university, we only would call once a week home because that was wow. the cheap phone rates were Sunday nights yeah. and everybody would call home on Sunday nights. And what I always tell students is that like when we got in trouble on Monday and things went wrong on Monday, <laughs> we just try to figure it out by a Sunday when we told our parents it was already resolved. Right. I think the power of the cell phone is that people oftentimes call their parents in a moment of panic. They'll go, I got oh, a yeah. D on this test and everything. Absolutely. And then they go back to the room and realize, oh, the D was only worth like 0.2% of their grade. <laughs> right. But their parents think it's worth 8,000% of the grade. And, <laughs> right. and so they're looking for this element of this occurred. If you can give them more of a full conversation of what occurred, here's what I'm doing about it, here's what's going on, then parents begin to trust you. When you call up in panic with, I don't know what to do, right. then the parents, their, their instinct is to go back to treating like you're five years old. Right, exactly, and 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 maybe uh, I know I've talked with some friends whose parents somewhat overcorrect. You know, they'll call and say, "Oh, I have a fine," or "My grades aren't doing well," and the message is, "Well, you're at college now. Yeah. Take care of it yourself." Yeah. Um, and so you definitely don't want to foster that sort of "Oh, I still need my parents" feeling, even if you do. And and again, that's just part of your yeah. healthy balance. Get what you need. Um, and I know, especially for those for those little things like you know me getting up on time or buying things for the room, that sort of thing, that I sort of replace what my parents had given me as a form of reinforcement with my friends. Exactly. You know, your friends, um, you know, telling you, hey, maybe you should stop playing Xbox. Maybe you should go to <laughs> class. Um, or, hey, you're out of toilet paper. That's really gross. You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Good um, encouragement by friends. Exactly. That sort of peer pressure, um, it exists, and maybe you don't think about it, I guess. Maybe, uh, you know, I know my friends in high school were offered me that kind of encouragement, yeah. but these people, you're living with them, yeah. you're making new friends, and, and they'll recognize, you know, when change need to be made, I guess. No, I, I think one thing is, I, and we talked before we started recording this, but one thing is, I, as I'm kind of thinking about this, the one thing that I hear from students all the time is, well, sometimes miss their pets. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you've had. I mean, that's the one thing where they transition away from home. Beyond, and we kind of talk a little about parents. We have we talk a little bit about siblings, but one of the things that's really interesting is how many people report they miss their dogs, they miss their horses, they miss yeah. their cats. And obviously, they come here in in this environment. It's it's a fun environment, but it's really an animal free environment. Minus right. the squirrels on campus, obviously. <laughs> but we don't usually hold the squirrels in the rooms too much. Right. Hopefully. Um, did you have any experiences, be it for yourself or from other friends, of how they dealt with that issue? Because you know, so when you walk around campus, they're all being the puppies on campus from the oh, local yeah. animal shelter, and it's and it's the magnet of, the, of human nuts. life. Yeah. So, I mean, any any re any reactions that you have from yourself or from friends or people that how they dealt with like missing their dog, cat, horse, guinea pig? I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um. You know, I I have a dog. She's she's a border collie. You know, we had all kinds of fun. Too smart for her own good. Sort of. <laughs> um. And yeah, I guess there's that that sense of of longing that 
oh, I just am so used to reaching down and petting my dog. You're going for a walk, and yeah. and it becomes a ritual for you, and, and they're not there, and maybe, um, you know, that's the the side of the parent's experience that we're actually getting. Oh, I want to take care of my dog. I exactly. wonder if, you know, they're okay. Um, you know, I know people, my girlfriend last semester, she had um, a dog that she just adored, like absolutely loved this dog. She had two cats. And um, she would go home and spend a lot of time with her dog and her cats just because, you know, she wanted that experience yeah. and she wanted to, you know, play with them. And once she realized that, Wow, they probably missed her. You know, the dog runs to the door and absolutely loses its mind whenever she walks in. That, um, you know, animals, I guess, probably go through that experience where where they miss um, oh, yeah. that element of their life. They get into into so many rituals. You'll, you'll hear you know vets talk about that. But also, like you described, I think what people oftentimes miss is that reaction by when you get home and the dog's going ballistic for that five right. seconds. Like, I mean, something about animals allow for that incredible, true emotional reaction right. type of thing, and so. But it is that transition, knowing that, and there are things on campus, or, or you know, there are puppies occasionally on campus, and there are oh, yeah. things, and that even people who have dogs that are students that live off campus, absolutely, go up to them and say, "Hey, can I?" You know, even if it's not your dog, it's still okay to do that type of thing. And I know people, um, and and not too many people uh, experience this. It may be somewhat esoteric, but I know students have have horses at home. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I know that they will go to the university farm yep. and and ride, even if it's not their horse, they can still sort of have that connection um, have by some, riding. Exactly. I mean, it's a lot of a big stress relief for people that come along that are better horse riders type of thing. Absolutely. Kind of, kind of yeah, the go along with this is, is, how long does this last? I think when you first get here, all these changes feel so overwhelming i mean you get yeah. here and you miss your parents you don't have a great routine i mean it's it's really it's really common to be so happy to be away from your parents and then 10 seconds later miss them and then 10 right. seconds later going thank god i'm not with my parents exactly so this this process of this transition from family be it pets or siblings or parents truly exists but how long did from your experience from yourself or from people that you're aware of how long did this typically become and it, it doesn't go away i mean i'm i'm 40 and i still miss my mother right right but but it, it isn't that same pressing kind of quality how how long do you think most students kind of go through this transition you know i'm not sure for for me it was midterm break in okay. the fall semester um because maybe initially i think that feeling is i had my structure when i was at home with my parents and i had yeah. things that i was used to and now i can't experience that um but that that first break if people can can head home i i know i head home there was a big parade in, in my hometown gotcha. that i went to um it, it was almost that sense of, wow, I'm not really on another planet. <laughs> I'm just at college. Um, if I really, if I needed to be home, um, or if I, you know, really miss my parents, I yeah. could drive home. And so many people here, you know, live in St. Louis or Kansas City. Or and, Chicago, or they're within exactly. 300 miles. Right, and and there, um, I know people that fly in that, that are having, yeah. you know, some of those, those very big problems where they can't just fly home, you know, yeah. every other week. Um, but that for me was the, I can, you know, I am in contact with my parents. Yeah. I'm in contact with my family, um, and I can go back and see them. And really, you know, when you look at it, between the fall and, and winter breaks, you're you're gone for maybe the length of time you'd be gone if you went to a summer camp. Yeah, yep. Um, and you and you have those breaks. You have the that time where you can remove yourself from the stresses of school, and you can actually call your your younger brother, or right. sister, or your your family, and talk to them about how things are going. Um, and so for me, it was it was that midterm break. I know other people who um, wanted to make sure their parents came and visited gotcha. them very often, and so they would come up, you know, every other week or right. so. Um, 
you know, everybody's different. That's everyone's the key. everyone's different. Find yeah. your exactly. way, and I, I think you, you said it in a very funny way. Of that, it's not like I was in another world, but in a, in a really bizarre sense, you're, you're not because it's not that far. But the thing is, you you will live. People always come in here like, oh my God, you know, Kirksville. Oh. oh, yeah. But but when you, when you get up here and you realize how vibrant this world is, you realize you have to have two separate worlds. You have your home world and you have this world. Yeah. They're not distance far apart, but they are. And I, I think even when I've seen people initially don't want their parents to come up there, and then it's like, oh, why are they coming up here? I have other things I want to do type right. of thing. And so I think part of this is, how, how would you say it's a year removed for you? How has your relationship with your parents um grown changed so much from when you you know the july a year ago from today wow um you know i'm not sure i think my mom i lived with my mom uh you know more than my dad they were okay. separated so spent more time with her and so i think it was more of a jarring experience for her to be without Just all me in along. the home yeah um because I was an only child, yeah. and I mean, obviously, my dog is still at home. You know, right. she has but, something yeah, to do. It's not like she's like losing. A, oh, she's not a monk anymore. Exactly. A... Right. Um, so I, I guess the the way my relationship changed is, um, I I want to spend more time with her when I have the time to spend time Excellent. with her. So you know, maybe before it was, um, I took for granted the time I had with my parents, and so okay. now, um, our time. Um, even though it's focused and maybe limited at some points, uh, you know, especially over those very small breaks like midterm yeah. break and in between the semesters, it's a very focused time. And I know we we talk more about the important things now yeah. um, because you know those little day to day details about things sometimes get lost in translation. Or I'm telling so many people around me that right. it becomes you know less important that I tripped up the stairs this afternoon or something. <laughs> so um, you know it, it kind of puts the focus on that new relationship that you're going to have with your parents for a very long time because you know once you go through this college experience and you go out and get a job really you're you're sort of moving up even if you don't perceive it that way that you are going to be an adult and it's time to have adult conversations yeah. and you know do adult things with your parents um that yeah. it's it's less of the relationship that you were used to yeah um it's so. almost almost like you're almost it sounds like you're transitioning with your mom and being much more of a friend. Obviously, she'll always be your parent. Oh, but, yeah. But it's not as much the oversight. Not that you probably were a hellion, <laughs> but but in the same level that it... it so it, so you would say, uh, thinking this back from a year from now, a year ago, it, it's drastically different in how... I mean, obviously, the love is still there in the yeah. connection. But, and that's one thing I hear from students all the time is that you're not losing something. You're almost gaining. It's just going to a different level with your yeah, parents in a different absolutely. way. Absolutely. Because, and you know, I'm, I'm not sure if parents will be willing to admit this, but I think maybe some of them have been longing oh. for, for that change to take place yeah. where, you know, where their son or daughter grows up to be a parent. Obviously, it's the, oh, I really want to still take care of my baby. I wish, you know, sure. I could still hold them. But um, there's also that sense of, you know, they're an adult now. Yeah. And, and this is a whole new yep. stage of life for them. Absolutely. Well, we could probably talk on and on more about this transition, but I think this gives a flavor, I think, of what, you know, if you're coming here as a first-year student and you're listening to this, some of the flavor of some of the, 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 the little things that go on. There's obviously no formula of how this goes or how to make this right, right. but it's a spot where this is something that I don't care how, how removed you are from your parents or how interconnected you are, this is always a transitional point, and obviously this is yeah. just one, you and I just having a conversation about some just unique perspectives, but these are things that if you come here to Truman, that everybody that you're going to be with is going through a very, very similar thing. It may not be the right. same 
same thing, but it's it's the transition. You know, you may be glad to get away from your parents. You may be really sad to get away from your parents, or whatever it might be. Right. But that is that is a very true moment that that you can really connect to, which is we'll talk later on how to make friends. And some of this comes into just the, the shared experiences, and this is a shared experience that most everybody coming here will be experiencing. Absolutely, the transition isn't just with students. Um, your parents, these parents that send their students away to college, it happens every year. Yep. It happens with so many people. Um, and so it, I, I wouldn't say, you know, exploit that, but, yeah. you know, definitely use that to your advantage. Just maybe if you're feeling stressed, cool down. People do this. It's a transition. Exactly. You're going you're gonna to be fine. There's normality to it. Well, thank you. We'll continue on with our podcast series. If you're interested in University Counseling Services, we're pretty easy to reach at 660-785-4014. You can also find us on the web at ucs.truman.edu, and we're also on on uh, Facebook. And so if you go to facebook.com backslash Truman Counseling. And so many ways to connect with us to talk more about these things. And so obviously this is more the normal version if it gets to the point where it's overwhelming in terms of the transition. We're a great place to reach out to to kind of see in a, in a much larger level. Um, so we'll We'll tune in next week or for our next podcast. Thanks, all.